Welcome to the Lose Your Cravings podcast, taking a different approach to a seemingly endless problem with your host, Kisa Amaro, Certified Integrative Health Coach. Welcome back, my friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, and I help ambitious women transform their negative body image and obsession with weight into body confidence so they can show up fully in their life and their career. And hey, if you would like more support in reducing your cravings so you can maintain a healthy weight for good, then I invite you to schedule a complimentary call with me. On this call, I will share with you the exact blueprint you need to reduce your cravings for good. There's no obligation on the call, but if you would like to continue working with me, I would be happy to show you what that would look like. I only open up a few of these calls each week, so if you would like support in reducing your cravings, then head on over to the show notes and follow my calendar link to book a call. I'd love to chat with you. Okay, my friends, onto our topic of the day. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and I wanted to talk about our journey or your journey. Um, our journey to healing our relationship to food, our journey to reducing our emotional eating, our journey to feeling in control around food. Whatever your journey is, I wanted to talk about what it will look like. And the short answer is, I don't know. <laughs> but Giza, you're like, but Giza, you are a health coach. You work with women who struggle with emotional eating, cravings, and binge eating. So how come you don't know what my journey will look like? And the answer to that is everyone is different and everyone will be on their own journey. It may take one client three months. It may take another client six months and it may take another client a year or more, right? And that's okay. That's totally okay. What I want you to understand from this episode is that there is no one right way to do this. There is no one clear path that you should be on to heal your relationship to food. You know, I wish I did have a clear path for you all. You know, just follow these six steps and you will never eat emotionally again, right? I wish it was that easy, but it's not, unfortunately, or fortunately, however you want to look at it. You know, I can guide you and give you tools and strategies and education around emotional eating, our thoughts and feelings and actions, but we will all learn and implement these tools in our own time and in our own way. And that's okay. Now, this is where I think a lot of us get hung up. You know, we expect our diet or exercise plan or health coach to be the solution to our weight or cravings, or overeating. You know, we think, I will just follow this meal plan and I will lose my cravings, right? <laughs> or I will just follow this exercise plan and I'll lose weight. That's all I have to do. We even think that our health coach, if you have one, will give us the answers and we will magically fix our problem. But it's not that simple. A meal plan is not going to solve your overeating or emotional eating. A workout plan alone will not be the end-all be-all to weight loss. And when it doesn't work or we don't see results, we get frustrated. We feel like we have failed. 
and write the plan off altogether. We have a vision of what our journey should look like. And when it doesn't go the way we planned, we give up or say it's not working. When we do this, we fall deeper into shame and guilt and we turn to food to solve our problem, right? And this is the very thing we're trying so desperately to stay away from. When you let go of expectations, you give yourself grace and whatever happens, happens. Now, I'm not saying to not have goals and drive and grit, but what I am saying is to not put yourself down or beat yourself up when things don't go as planned. When you let go of the expectation that, you know, I will never overeat again, then you don't have the guilt and shame when you do overeat because it will happen again. Do you know how I know this? Because you are human. We are all human and therefore we are designed to desire food. So when Thanksgiving comes around, you know what? I will most likely overeat to some extent. And that's okay. (laughs) Right? I love mashed potatoes. Probably going to eat more than, you know, I quote unquote should. And that's okay. I don't beat myself up for it. I have learned to let go of the expectation that I will never overeat again or that I will never eat emotionally again. That's just not practical and it doesn't serve me. When I let go of these expectations, I also got rid of guilt and shame and this freed me so much to not feel guilt or shame around food my eating habits, my exercise habits, so much freedom in that process, right? It freed me from from guilt and shame around my eating habits. And from there, I was able to look at my eating habits with curiosity and compassion. And when you look at your eating habits with curiosity and compassion, you find solutions and you're able to implement the tools and strategies I teach you. You're able to ask yourself, I wonder why I overate yesterday. What was I feeling that I didn't want to feel? These questions are so valuable and important to your relationship with food and the healing process. But when you're feeling guilt and shame for what you're eating, it is much harder to have an open mind and answer these questions. You're too busy blaming yourself and feeling guilty and shame. When working with clients, I show them a graph of what we think our journey working with me will be like, right? And it looks like, you know, a diagonal line moving upward. So like an upward slope, right? We start at one, like this low point, and then we move up to this high point in this nice, even line, right? (laughs) Then I show them a squiggly squiggly line, and I put it right over the the first graph, and it's like the squiggly line that moves upward eventually, but it has peaks and valleys. And I tell them that, you know, this is what your journey will look like. 
you will have times when you think everything is under control and times when you think you are doing awful and that's okay. This is life, right? Life is not perfect and it shouldn't be. This is also where managing your emotions and learning how to process and allow them without food will serve you so much. Because stress, fatigue, sadness, frustration, and all the other negative emotions will always be there. It's just part of life. We can't make these emotions go away. We live a life of duality, right? You can't have happy without the sad. So know that there are going to be difficult times in life and learn how to accept them and handle them with grace for yourself. And I argue that these valleys you find yourself in are learning opportunities for you to grow and learn more about yourself, to expand to the next version of yourself. So how can you look at your journey differently? in a way that will support your success, even if you don't see it right away, even if it takes months or years? How can you have grace and compassion for yourself throughout your journey to healing your relationship with food, your relationship with your body, your relationship with exercise? These are important questions to ask yourself and ponder because they are your path to success. We must let go of the expectations we have, of that straight upward path, and know that there's going to be peaks and valleys, and these valleys are learning experiences. They are here to teach us something. They are here so that we can grow and become the next, next best version of ourselves. Okay, my friends, this is all I have for you today. If you like what you heard on this podcast, I invite you to head on over to iTunes and leave an honest review. This helps us show up higher on the search results and therefore we can reach and support more people. I'd greatly appreciate it. Okay, until next time. Bye, y'all.